Hi, I'm Amy Shepard. I'm Lachlan Stewart. And although we have different last names, we're we're married. married. Now, we've been told the secret to a successful marriage is communication. So we're going to talk it out every week, share our challenges and pet peeves. Then we're setting each other some goals. Some couple goals. Couple Goals, the podcast, is for those who might be looking to laugh their way through challenging scenarios that all couples go through. Occasionally, we might even get some other couples to join in. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Hit subscribe and tune in every week to hear our weekly Couple Goals. Episode, welcome back, Ashley. Now I feel like I'm too quiet. Can you talk? Hey, hey. It's a little bit quiet now. Yeah. I think it was just the buzzer, so I might turn that down. There we go. All right, well, episode 31, we had some technicalities or technical issues. I've got a buzzer set up on the phone and it was extremely loud, so we turned the volume down and then I couldn't hear Amy, so I didn't like that. But so anyway. We are filming very early this morning, so if, I, uh, if you're watching on Patreon and I look like crap, it's because it's 7am. And I'm must not be a lonely person if you've heard some of the other podcasts. You must be lonely. But what did you just do? We got you pumped up, so... You'll have probably noticed last episode I was in a bit of a cranky mood to start. Mm. I'm still waking up. I'm defrosting. So Amy's defrosting and I said, best way to defrost is to give me 10 squats. So she gave us 10 squats and how do you feel after that? Um, I feel tired still. And she feels I tired. I feel like I'm in so military. <laughs> the squats don't actually work. Uh, We've had a wild week. It's been a fun week for us as a couple, for you has. individually, for me individually. I feel like it just got busy really quickly. Like we didn't even yeah, we didn't have, have anything. So then it all just got filled up. Yes. So I'm exhausted and I think I'm getting a bit sick, which is not good because yeah. I've got a show next week. No, we are going to Perth, which will be fun. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and let's keep on pushing through. <laughs> let's keep on pushing through. This will be fun. So this week we were on... Or well, the last week, so the last couple of days, we've been on a couple of podcasts, which was fun for us. Mm. Yeah, we've never been on a podcast together as guests being interviewed. Like It was actually a really different dynamic, wasn't it? Yeah. How did you find it? I liked it. I, it was actually nice not having to like... Think. No, you do have to think, but we're like... Direct it. It was nice, yeah, having someone direct it and ask the questions rather than us just like bantering and bickering. Yeah, it was nice. Still a bit of that. One thing that became apparent was just how much Amy does not like me talking over the top of her. So I'm going to do my best to bite my tongue. I just get so excited. Like when you're in the moment and I know I forget things very quickly. So I'm like... Yeah. And sometimes it's fine to like banter. But sometimes like I'm on a roll and then you're just coming off. I know. Okay. So you're just going to pick your moments. Do you want a sip of my coffee? Yeah. Do you think I that will, will help fire you up? No, don't drink all of it. Here's <laughs> my third coffee. I've it's lit- your third coffee? Mm. I had t- No, second, second, second. That's a lie. So don't drink too much of it. So yeah, I thought thought it was really fun. So on the podcast, we were on the Doss and D show, which will come out in a f- few weeks. Amy will share it in the Patreon, and then after a while, we'll probably share it on socials. And then we were on Rebuild, Rebuild Health and Fitness, and they were two completely different shows. Yeah. The first one with Dawson D was... Uh, You're a couple of young guys from Melbourne. Yeah, awesome dudes. Really great guys. And that was just like more of a chat about who we are, who we are as a couple, um, lots of relationship stuff. Yeah. Pretty laid back and funny. It was you know, fun. Like it was relaxed. It was actually quite nice to hear Amy speak about me. To other people, like 
And vice versa. Yeah, because normally, I don't know, it feels like a bit wankerish if you're... If I the how I I guess I spoke about you in some things I know it's not like I would normally relate yeah. that to you because well it's not like you were speaking to me you were speaking to them yeah <laughs> and it would be kind <laughs> of weird if I was you. yeah <laughs> it'd be kind of weird I don't know it, it's maybe well, not wankerish why is that weird why don't you say those nice things to me well I do say I think I do I do say the nice things but it's I think it's different. What, like if I were to stand here and say those nice things to you, but it's yeah, different it's when like you can hear your partner describing how they feel about you or how you've impacted their life to other people because it's not like, you know, I can say you've helped me change my life and stuff, but I'm not going to go into much detail because you were there. I don't feel like I would ever describe the actual context yeah. of the whole thing. So when you're explaining it to someone else, you've got to give it context so they can understand a bit more. Yeah. So Absolutely. I think, yeah, it's just a different way to communicate. I feel when we're doing podcast episodes here and when we're interviewing people and then when we're being interviewed by people, they're all different ways of communicating. And yeah. even though we say similar stuff, it's different. And I like it. Yeah, it was really cool. And then the second podcast was we went on more of a deep dive. We went deep. Um, we spoke a lot about body image because um, the person who was interviewing me What's the podcast called? Their podcast? Rebuild Health and Fitness. So same thing. Once that goes live, we'll put it in Patreon and then eventually we'll share the links on social. Yeah. So they asked us a lot about um, body image really because he's a dietitian um, yeah. and owns a gym. Owns Rebuild Health and Fitness, which is a, a gym and CrossFit facility. So it was great to have a chat with someone in the health uh, space. space professional about body image were you nervous about that one yeah of course i don't want to say the wrong thing i mean it's a really touchy subject for a lot of people it's triggering and also i don't want to be cancelled <laughs> well i mean whatever if i'm cancelled i'm cancelled but no been well, before, honestly you be don't want to be cancelled though like, <laughs> no, no like i just don't be... want to upset anyone yeah you know and that's i think you're it, we can even talk about that now quickly just how much thought even though sometimes it when you do make mistakes or post something, you're always going to get varying opinions. Yeah. And you can never... I don't know anyone in the world who can post something that all 7 billion people on the earth just go up top, high five. Yeah, I know. It's like... Yeah. Uh, there was actually an article I shared it um, in our family chat just before. Actually, I'll share this in Amy's Patreon because it's, it's going to uh, be very eye-opening. Um just around AI and technology. So a guy called Jonathan Haidt, now this is, he wrote a book on happiness, 10% happier. Uh, and he's a psychologist, social psychologist. And he then has written a couple more books. He's got two more books coming out. And he wrote one with the former CEO of Google. And they're talking about AI will make, uh, so this is the headline. This was not planned. But AI will soon make social media much more harmful um, to children. He proceeds to go on. Um, I'll just go back to my Substack. Sorry to this was impromptu, so let me go back to it. But um, they weren't back in the day when they uh, first launched all these social media platforms. They believed that humans would love to just be connected. Like how cool is it that you can be connected to people all around the world? Mm. But then the tribalism 
They knew men, what they were doing. Yeah. Men, or even the guy from Google is that we didn't realize that people wouldn't adapt. Like wouldn't, now that we're all connected, we thought, hey, um, there was a really good line in here where they thought we would all um, get along or whatever, but it's just made the us versus you even bigger because people want to grow their followings and stuff like that. So even though a lot of people don't agree with how they're marketing themselves mm. or what they're posting, social credibility is more important to them than actually connecting and being more, you know, helping people together. So of people are selfish. It was a wild article, but the books he's got, um, the set first, second book coming out is Life After Babel, which I don't know what the hell Babel is, adapting to a world we can no longer share. So obviously we can't, you know, resonate with everyone in the world, hence why there's a lot of hatred and trolling and stuff on the internet because it's like, your story and the way you see the world, someone who's even watching this podcast might go, fuck that, Amy's completely off the mark there. Mm, And then they'll just take it to heart rather than just trying to be like empathizing and compassionate and putting your Birkins or your fluffy (laughs) slippers on. Can you show the, can you get your legs up there and show that? Amy's wearing these, are they from the head? Now you're too early for you to stretch. Amy's. Look at that. She's got these fluffy little slippers on that are just unbelievable. (gasps) My toots warm. And the toots. And the first book, is going to be called The Anxious Generation, How Smartphones and Overprotection Damage mm. Mental Health and Block the Path to Adulthood. So I've uh, wrote those books down, so when they come out, I'm going to buy them and read them. But I'll share this. Do you want me to share this in your Patreon? Sure. It's fucking wild. And then there's a full essay attached, so I don't know how we got there, but we're there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the um, boring... What mess. were we talking about before? Uh, we were talking about Rebuild Health and Fitness, how we dove deep. Oh, uh, yeah, and being cancelled. Being yeah. cancelled and how you're worried about it. and Yeah, but it all went well. I'm not big enough to be cancelled. Like, I could, but it's not as significant yeah. as you being cancelled. Yeah. I mean, I've been cancelled before, so it's fine. Mm. Um, Put your back. But, yeah, it's um, a touchy subject, and I, I don't know. I think we spoke well. Everyone has different opinions on you know, body image and the talk around obesity, which I find I, – I, I don't mind talking about it with a health professional. I'm not a health professional, so it is varying views. But um, I think we kind of had a similar yeah, common ground, Definitely. I'd say. And so you'll have to listen to that episode because we don't – it's too early for us to go deep again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll keep this light and humorous, but humorous. We're not actually that funny. Not at 7 a.m. That's probably the funny part that I thought we were funny for a moment. Well, let's dive into the Reddit part or should we uh, Should we go to my headline first? Okay, you go first. Right. So I was writing a blog and I was like, what's some stuff going on in the media about relationships at the moment? Hands for a couple goals. The first thing that popped up was atrocious dating trend that's rife in Australia exposed by women. Mm-mm. Detectives have come out. And I was just like, Daily Mail's written this. It's got to be legit. It's got to be like a gold standard article. <laughs> so I dove deep into it. and So you clicked it. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> how can you not... You took the bait. How can you not click on that headline? That's just got me going. So what does it say? A Melbourne woman has exposed a sick modern dating encounter that she's endured recently, prompting others to agree... It's a huge issue. Here's a few quotes that I, I took, but then we're going to, I'll paraphrase it and we can talk about it because I think it's an interesting topic. Yeah. 
And a lot of you maybe, or you're, most of the listeners are probably in relationships, but if you're not, might be helpful. I have been made to feel so, so bad by guys for communicating my basic needs and putting personal boundaries in place, Kim continued. So I think that was about, you know, I think the lady who wrote this article was 34, or not wrote it, but was Mm -hmm. interviewed. And she was just like upfront about she wants children and that scares people away. So I think that's important. Yeah, I think that's important because there's no point being with someone if you want. Yeah, you've got to have boundaries. Yeah, 100%. And then obviously they interviewed a lot of men to see if it works on both sides of the fence and yes quote from one man that's how he identified in this responsibility lies with both social media has ruined it the expectations are so high plenty of good people out there okay and so what an insightful quote that was very insightful (laughs) uh, the journalism was through the roof (laughs) i'm always blown away with how good it is (laughs) so what what um, anyway, so the the purpose was like there were some main points that a lot of people were then discussing. There were more quotes. A lot of people were discussing in this interview around being ghosted, breadcrumbed was one, which mm. I can't remember what. Love bombed. Have you heard of yeah, that? Yeah, love bombed was one. And there was one more. And then obviously I went f- diving down like what all that stuff I is. I feel like all this stuff existed before dating apps anyway. It's just that now we've... <laughs> We have social media, so we like to use buzzwords around it. And, yeah. Um, I feel like you're getting closer to me. Do you know what happens when we get too close? As much <laughs> as I love it, for the podcast, when we snip this up into reels, I can't get. You know we can't get now? our own shots because I angled it up to the wall. So oh. you're good. And okay. Probably face. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you're in the you know, I'm, again. I'm producer. I'm director. <laughs> I'm a host. I'm doing it all. You're the commando. I'm the commando. Um. I forgot what I was saying again because you're moving me around. Sorry, I just wanted, you were about to be something insightful. No, but you were saying how you feel all of these things have been around much before social media. Yeah, like, you know, love bombing is when somebody showers you in love in the beginning um, just to get you hooked and then they kind of like become their true selves and (laughs) start to ignore you or ghost you. Or that, yeah, right. Um, But then it leaves you like in love with them. Which they love because they're narcissists. Mm. So, you know, that's not a new thing. Um, and what's the other one? Breadcrumbs. Yeah. That's when you like, you know, you'll give them a little bit of love and then ghost and then come back and be like, oh, sorry, I've been away. Um, how you Work's doing? You look busy, so beautiful. Yeah. And then like go ghost away. So yeah. just really trying to get in your knickers every day. Yeah. Right? Or just like you're leaving breadcrumbs so they stay in love with you. You're not love bombing them and then ghosting, but you're... Do you know what I would call that? So you're just like Hansel and Gretel, like following them around. If I was to buzzword that, I'd call it fantailing. Like what? If someone left a fantail trail for me, I'd be all over it. (laughs) Fantails are chocolate. They're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's interesting though. What are your thoughts then around social media? So we were obviously together before the, or Tinder was around 10 years ago, nine years ago, but it was like frowned upon. Yeah. What are your thoughts about, obviously now you can jump on it. It's like, it's all about like the visuals, like how do you look? And it's also so convenient to go, I'll, I'll, I'll see how I'll throw the line out to this person, but while I'm waiting and I'm bored, I'm just going to find another couple. Yeah. D- I don't know. Do you it's, think that's positive or negative? I think it's a great way to meet people because it's so, it can be really hard to meet people, but yeah. I think people are hiding behind these apps as well. It doesn't allow people to 
grow their communication skills or um, their social skills, you know, by having to go up to a woman in the bar. And yeah, I don't know. But it's also good because people get to connect and those shy people get yeah. to hide behind their phones. I don't know. What do you reckon? I, I in theory, I like the convenience of it because you can, if you use it, I don't know how to set it up, but I would assume you could find one. Obviously, visuals are important to some people. It does cut out the fact like some people might have great charisma or you know, a lot of that sort of stuff that you may not get to see if you don't swipe the right way because of how they look. Yeah, there's plenty of people that like I've been attracted to who are like not conventionally good looking. Me, but I have great charisma. <laughs> you, you're good looking as well. Oh, biased because you married but, me. Yeah, it's so sad that people are missing out on some great yeah. connections <clears throat> because of they've seen a photo that, you know, mm. it's just so face value. But then again, there's apps like Hinge, who the guys are talking Doss about. Doss was talking about, yeah. And they were saying that Hinge is not really about photos, but surely you have a photo up there. I, yeah, I still feel though, like even communication through text message, like even I can interpret a text message wrong with you. Mm. We've been together for so long and you, you depending on how you feel you could interpret a message in any which way even yeah. if it's like good morning and if I'm in a foul mood or we had a Barney the night before night before I might not interpret it in a way that's beneficial to our relationship so yeah. I think like if you're trying to tune someone on a text you're still missing a lot of like the communicational cues like body language vocals all of that sort of stuff and I also feel that people are looking for you know, the the prince and the princess, like straight away, they, if there's a flaw, they're like, no, nah, that's a red flag straight away. Whereas yeah. if we look at our relationship as a result, uh, as an example, you would have potentially swiped the okay way on me. Mm. My chat would have been terrible because I was a poor communicator. Yeah. And then I might have shared, you know, I've done this or that, and you would have just been like, no, this dude's not where I want him to be. And I know there's a lot of data, especially around women, uh, depending on where you're at career-wise, they don't want to date a bloke who's not as successful. So they're already automatically cutting out a pool of blokes. Yeah. And so, for example, if that were you, you would have looked at me and gone, no, nah, no chance. So, But where I'm going with that is the cool thing about us <laughs> is that we've grown together. Yeah. And you've been patient with me in that growth to now where the point where I am a lot better than I used to be. And I think people don't aren't patient enough. No. But is that such a bad thing? Like, well, like, yeah, you miss out on something, but maybe you find something else that does. But fit. It, and you don't have to go through yeah. like the growing pains. I but don't know. A lot that, of but then maybe that's like, you need that. I don't know that experience together to be a stronger couple. Yeah. I think you can appreciate it seeing someone's growth as mm. opposed to just looking for this perfect person. And, and yeah, and then hardships make the good times better. Yeah, and a lot of data supports the fact that women are struggling because they aren't, they've been, there's so much data proving that like women's pool of dating is so hard to find because they don't want to date anyone who's not as successful as them. Mm -hmm. And then also they're not, they're wanting that perfect thing straight away. And the data, it works both sides, but it's a lot stronger 
around females. Um, what about men wanting the woman who looks like a fucking supermodel? Men, it's funny, the, the data, yeah, obviously more visually appealing, but it's like 90, 80-something percent of blokes are just swiping right to try and meet someone, even not visually. It's So I think... Um, yeah, or do they, it, does that data show up because men... Just swipe. Any hole is a goal. Well, a lot of variables, <laughs> isn't there? Not any hole is a goal. <laughs> I don't know. That's disgusting. Well, I Why got that, that from you. What? <laughs> that quote is from you. So. Oh, I'm sure I'm not the first. But, um, come on. let's. It fight. wasn't in context of you. Yeah, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Okay, over to your Reddit story. Anyway, um, I don't even know. That was my thing. So we discussed it. It's done. That's gone to bed. My great segue. <laughs> My Reddit story, I don't think I need to get my phone for it. It's a really short headline. And that is, I caught my girlfriend cheating on me with an AI bot. Hold on. So, is the girlfriend cheating on with an AI bot? Yeah. Look, I'm now mind blown. I thought when you mentioned it before, you were talking about a bloke. And I was like, there's a lot of weird dudes out there. The future is now. People are already having relationship issues because of AI. So she had obviously been in like horny texting with this <laughs> AI bot and he's seen the chat and he's like, I don't know how to feel. Like it's not a real person, but it's like she's gone to something else. So before. she would have been in Pleasure Town while talking to a computer. Yeah, I guess so. That is... look. I, I'm, not sh- I'm not surprised that it's a female because what? you know how women are always into like um, erotica, you know, with their... I didn't Books. know this. I'm yeah, actually, like I'm actually Fifty Shades of Grey. Women really get turned on by reading erotica, whereas men are more visual. So, <laughs> yeah, fun fact for you. So, so it doesn't surprise me that it's a woman. Like, and this is like next level erotica where she can actually what, why interact. So I just think this is like a woman version of a, a, a new age version of porn for women. I have so many questions for you. Why is it? That women get turned on by reading. I think it's just the way our brains work. Content. So does that work for you? I don't know. Maybe I should try it. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> go. By I can't say that I've read Fifty Shades of Grey or anything like that. I'm gonna. Uh, but that's like, yeah, I've read that data before. Well, any gentleman listening. <laughs> and it makes sense because you know, like Twilight and. I liked you know. Twilight. Did you read it though? No. You watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's figure. fascinating. Well, that's. Interesting. It's weird that I my first thought was that's got to be a bloke. Like I didn't even listen to who you said it was. I was just uh, assumption that's definitely a dude doing that. Yeah, no, dudes just go straight to porn town or whatever it's called. What's the other one? Red tube. Yes, not that I know. It's just <laughs> on the grapevine. <laughs> the yeah, grapevine. right. There, so there you go. That's um, that's fascinating. I am. Uh, I've got ChatGPT open over there, so we'll test that out with you after. <laughs> <laughs> if I were him, I wouldn't be too worried about it because, I mean, he has to ask himself, does he watch porn? Yeah, good point. And if he does, then he can't be mad. It's got to be, wonder if, I don't know. It's going to open a whole, like New. this AI is going to get more advanced, eventually... It's so scary. They're going to put AI into robots and then They'll it put AI into us. a person. Well, it pretty much is us because like, our phone is an extension of us. It's just not inside us. We can open it up and do that now. And then they're going to start putting like 
fucking dildos and flashlights on a AI. Oh, well, they'll just make it like oh, a robot. Oh, like a with robot parts. that you can bang. Sex robots with that you can talk to and knows what you like, knows your kinks, and really like. Would you do that? No, that's creepy. That's I reckon that's crossing a line. <laughs> for those who are watching, you saw what I was doing. But for those who are listening, I was imagine. mechanically humping. <laughs> Lucky they don't need a description. Well, I think it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You get it. Um, they could have thought it was like Beethoven or something. Oh yeah, yeah. something um, like that. But well, yeah, it's gonna. That's I think AI is gonna really cause some trouble in the relationship world. And also, Buckle. if men can't find women, is that what you were saying? Yeah, I reckon there's going to be a lot. Like, for like some reason, my my belief is there's a lot. Actually, once again, listen to a podcast, a lot of data showing how lonely a lot of men are, and they just sort of sit in. So, and once again, data, I'm not going to quote it because I can't remember it, but I'll, people want to know, I'll send them the thing, around how lonely a lot of men are, and they're literally just sitting at home, smoking weed, playing video games, watching porn. And it's why there's a lot of angry men because they aren't obviously socialising and developing those skills, which is crazy, mm. scary. So here would be my advice. <laughs> don't watch porn. Watch your wife. To the women, don't read sexual stuff. Read your bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Get your husband to read Fifty Shades of Grey to Yeah, you. or just... Write words on your wizard. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's too far. Sorry. Uh, but it is interesting, and maybe it is an insight into her kinks or whatever she likes. So I'm actually, yeah, maybe run with that. Run with it. Maybe you guys can use AI chatbot to, together. To, to, to <laughs> yeah, maybe you can talk in a robot voice. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so horny for you. <laughs> People think we're so Do you like weird. my robot voice? No, I don't. I feel <laughs> majorly turned off. <laughs> on so that note, pet we peeves. we got to do our pet peeves. Hold on. We've... Wait. Hey, you got some coffee you, left here. I'm going to drink it. Yeah, it's cold though. Ready? Set. <laughs> pet peeves. That's actually a good buzzer. Oh, that was all right. It's a one every week because you still haven't well, managed to put yeah, it Yeah, I've got so much on. So you that brings me to my pet peeve. Right. Lockie has got so much on. He's got the perfect schedule and he manages to fit everything in. Like a Tetris block. As we've heard. Like a Tetris block. Before. I like that. But he hasn't managed to incorporate. No, I just haven't prioritized it. Time to put away <coughs> his clothes. I thought you, you were going to say put the buzzer on. You don't have to wash your clothes anymore. You get them folded. Well, here's, can I rebut? And no, I'm not done yet. And they just sit in the basket and the pile is growing and growing and growing. Well, there used to be this ghost around home that if I'd leave it there long enough, it would just end up in my cupboards and I don't know where it's gone. It's gone. It must have gone gone to the the old house. Gone to the other side. Yeah, well, look, in my defense, actually there's not really a defense, but I'll just throw something, throw a ball in the air and see if you catch it. I was saying, even I said it before, but all these extra things just keep popping up events, it's like now we're going to the coast. I'd started at the beginning of the week, which is why I was a bit apprehensive about going to the coast because that was when I was going to get my life admin done. And now it's like, we're all going to the coast. How good? I'm like, yeah, that's good. But there's a lot of things that I was planning on doing this weekend that now aren't going to get done. 
Oh, you're planning so on folding your clothes? Putting I was going to do that. I was going to clean this office out. Like it just gives me anxiety. The ball has been thrown and catch it. I missed it. Catch it because I can't catch. I'm just hearing excuses. All you have to do is put them in your pigeonhole. Amy actually can't catch as well. <gasps> oh. All right. So guess what your goal is for this week today? Right. All you have to do is put your clothes. All right. Well, in the cupboard. Okay. What's your pet peeve? My pet peeve this week is probably countering the Tetris block. You're like a sandbag with your time. Yeah. Or actually a bag of rice with a snip cut off the top and someone's just going, (laughs) shaking and shit's going everywhere. Like chaos. And for me... As we spoke about, did we speak about it on the last episode where I was like, even just trying to get you locked in for a podcast episode or so many other things is like any bit of routine to sit down and do things is like really, really hard mm-hmm. unless it, it's like, let's do it right now. And so that really mucks up my Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, maybe you're mucking up my sh- rice bag. Sh- 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 <laughs> Everyone knows... Discipline equals freedom. Time management helps you be disciplined. And in order, yeah, you're going off. Don't, don't coach me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just helping because I know you're a busy gal. You've got a lot of things going on, mm-hmm. which means the busier you get. Imagine if we had kids or stuff like that. you got to manage your time like a mofo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we need to prioritize the things that are important. You don't do things on a whim like, oh, I'm actually feeling my nails today. I'm feeling my lashes today. Yeah, so that's ha- I like doing that. Yeah, that's fine. Like I, I love being... A, I don't want to schedule in my nails. Or like schedule in. I, I like being spontaneous. Yeah, that, no, but that's fine. But schedule some time to be spontaneous. But it's really hard for you in your schedule position where you've got a team of people <laughs> trying to help you guys and you're like, oh, you just fit in with us. And everyone's like, well, we've got lives as well, you know. So that would be my thing is like a little bit more structure. Helps. Okay. You can schedule in spontaneity time. Well, we've scheduled in our podcast time. Yeah. Scheduled in our TikTok time. For oh, sure. we haven't actually spoken about it. Spoken about what? We're going to do a live online podcast. Are we? I mentioned this to you. Don't <laughs> play silly buggers with me. Okay. So I've forgotten how that's going to work. We're going to create an event. It's obviously going to be online, but we're going to have. We'll be doing it like we're doing it right now, and you guys can be sitting on the other. Other side, we'll actually have a computer screen so we can look and wave at you and stuff, which will be fun because what we eventually want to do is like do a mini tour. But we want to, I guess, see how it works, how it feels and yep. do that. So once again, if you're in Amy's Patreon, you'll probably get the information first. And for everyone else, you just got to stay tuned to our Instagram and stuff to get the link to be able to register for that. We'll give you a month's notice. So we do want to look to do it in like four weeks from this episode. Uh, just so you can all clear schedules and, and put it in the diary. <laughs> all right, that's going to be enough from uh, us. But next week's episode is going to be a hoot. You know why? Because we're going hiking today. And then next week, Amy and I will be in Perth. So we're going to have a heap of behind-the-scenes content. Oh, I think I'll go back to bed. I yeah. don't want to go hiking. She does. All right, hooroo. Hooroo.